Welcome to the Truly Nourished Podcast. My name is Rebecca Laurel Hill. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist and life wellness expert. This podcast has one mission, to help women heal their relationships with food and transform how they nourish themselves in body, in mind, and in soul. Each episode, we dive into teachings and tools that help you find your peace with food, more enjoyment living in and caring for your body, and more happiness and fulfillment in your life overall. If you're ready to feel like a truly nourished woman, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful listeners. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about mind nourishment to heal emotional triggers that may lead to emotional eating. When I'm recording this, it's right before Christmas 2023. And Christmas, if you celebrate it or just if you get in the holiday spirit, is a lot about finding more peace and joy in the world. And I personally believe that finding our inner peace is what allows the world to unfold into being a more peaceful place. I believe that we each, in our own little way, contribute to the greater peace of the whole world. And that is why I'm a coach and why I specifically help women feel truly nourished in their lives, to feel those feelings of inner peace and well-being, especially in their relationship with food. And this is something that we do in the peace process, which is my program that allows you to find your inner peace and outer peace with food once and for all and forever. The peace process really is about helping you get to a place where there is no more food noise, no more food chatter, no more food anxiety in your mind. And the peace process is also about creating the feelings of empowerment and ease in your eating behaviors and just how you feel around food. It's all about getting to the place where you experience this natural ease in your relationship with food, the way that you truly desire to, where food is no big deal, it's just food, it's nourishing, it's pleasurable, the way that it's meant to be, but it's never an energy drain or something of frustration in your life. That is what we do in the peace process. So that food feels energy-giving, 100% nourishing and uplifting and helps you feel like that vibrant, healthy, empowered, confident, and truly nourished woman in your life. And for those who enroll by the end of Saturday the 20th, which is coming up soon, you will get the special pre-sale pricing of 3333-3333. There's also payment plans available too. Just reach out if you want to talk about the payment plans. Reach out regardless. By this time, I might have a link in the show notes to enroll, but if not, just reach out to me. Plus, when you enroll during pre-sale time, you get an extra private call with me during the program. 
And just so you know, the price will be going up to the early bird price of 4444-4444 after the 20th of January. And then it will go up to the regular price of 5555 the last week of January, which will be the last week to enroll for this round. So the peace process is going to be highly interactive, highly supportive for you. There's going to be eight live group support coaching calls over four months, so about two a month. You get a deep dive private call with me or two if you join now on presale, plus a group Voxer chat where you get daily coaching and support from me and are able to ask questions day to day on the Voxer app, which is simply an audio voice messaging and texting app where we can create groups. Plus, you get lifetime access to all the teachings that I teach, lessons um, in the online portal that you can listen to forever and ever, as long as you want to, on your own time. So if you join the peace process now, you get the best pricing, but also if you join now at this round, you get to step into 2024 as the year where everything changes in your eating and everything shifts in how you feel about your body and with food. So if you want to go, if you want to come and play in this world, message me on Instagram or Facebook or email me at hello at rebeccalaurelhill.com. Also message me if you have questions or want to discuss if it's the right place for you. Now let's look at what are emotional triggers. A trigger is basically when something outside of you, it could be a person, the way someone behaves, words that they say, or it could be something that you see in the world or experience out in the world that causes something to happen inside of you and you become emotionally activated. That's a trigger. When we're triggered, We may do things like withdraw, or we might feel hurt or just upset inside. There's an emotional response that's typically sort of strong. And typically these feelings will lead us to react or do something in a certain way or say something. There's an action reaction to the feelings. So instead of observing the feelings and deciding with intention how to respond, we'll typically just automatically react when we're triggered. And that reaction will often feel regretful later on because it wasn't coming from our truest selves. Rather, the reaction was coming from a hurt or afraid part of us from a long time ago or from years back from that time when we first experienced the thing that created this emotional imprint in us. And a common reaction for some of you listening may be to eat. You may eat to soothe or to distract or escape from those feelings when you're emotionally triggered. So once again, a trigger is typically a strong reaction. Like we can have minor triggers, but... Typically, a very distinct emotional response to something because you're defending against an uncomfortable feeling that has surfaced. And at the root of an emotional trigger, there's always 
this wound that needs to be healed, this emotional wound from something that has occurred in your past that left an energetic imprint in the form of a belief or thinking process. So an emotional wound is a thought process or a belief, basically the same thing, that got imprinted in your mind and that belief thought process is always going to be rooted in some sort of fear-based thinking and not in what is reality right now. So it goes like this. At a moment in your life, something happened. Maybe words were said to you or you experienced something in the world and your mind chose a meaning about it. Your mind created a perspective. It chose a story about it. And that story, or we can call it a belief or perspective or a meaning that you made, is wrapped up in an energy of fear. So it's a fear-based story. It's a thought process you hold that makes you feel unsafe in a certain way. And so it creates these strong, uncomfortable feelings, a.k.a. the trigger. And so that belief, that perspective, that story that you hold in your mind is the emotional wound that needs to be healed so that things can happen in life or so that you can be around certain people or go to a certain place or do a certain thing without having that old, strong emotional response. And the reason we want to heal these emotional wounds that cause these triggers is because being emotionally triggered just on a rare occasion is no big deal. But if it's happening frequently, it can be very exhausting. Or if it's always happening in a certain scenario, it causes you to live in fear, like in a contracted, like move away from state anytime you're in one of those types of scenarios. Or... If it's always happening with a certain type of person, you will always be on guard or defensive or withdraw from that type of person. And when we live in these energies rooted in these fear-based thinking processes, such as feelings of shame or guilt or anger or dread or anxiety and on and on and on, those are all fear-based types of Uh, feelings that are rooted in fear-based thinking processes, all those types of feelings are very draining and unproductive. And we definitely don't feel like a woman who is truly nourished in her life if we're feeling those types of feelings quite frequently. Also, if triggers are leading you to automatically eat food because you're escaping from the feelings instead of understanding and processing them, then there is also going to be other sorts of negative side effects that drain your energy even more in addition to just the trigger itself and you spiral down into feeling more of that negative emotion. So this is why we want to commit to doing the work to heal our emotional wounds, not only so that we can find inner peace in situations and no longer be triggered, One of the places you might get triggered is in your relationship with food. Come join the peace process. But also so that you can heal negative coping habits like eating food or whatever other maybe negative coping 
that you have so that we can heal those ways of distracting and escaping from our feelings and stop experiencing the negative side effects that those have. Now, one of the first things in healing an emotional trigger is that when you make the decision of, I'm going to heal this, do not judge yourself when it comes up. When you experience it happening, when you're triggered, do not judge it and do not judge yourself. So when you feel the feeling, that strong automatic emotion is coming up for you in a situation, you must be very kind and compassionate with yourself. You must be kind to yourself when you notice these feelings surfacing and when you are first beginning to work with them and forever and always. You always want to be kind to yourself about your emotions and never judge yourself for feeling and experiencing emotions. But you do also want to be willing to work with them and understand them and work through them and get to the other side. So to understand your triggers better and to get to the root beliefs and stories that are causing these emotional responses in you, it's crucial to have this kindness with yourself, this self-patience and also self-compassion. Because if you're not kind and compassionate with yourself, you will not feel safe to do the work to heal the triggers. Because think about it, the trigger in that emotional wound are rooted in fear and a sense of I'm not safe and are coming from a thought process that makes you feel this lack of safety in some way, this this lack of I'm not okay, or the, you know, the, the feeling of I'm not okay. Hence, the strong emotional response. So you need to be able to provide yourself with a sense of safety, with a sense of I'm okay, so that you can heal the triggers. And part of that is the willingness to be compassionate with yourself and not judge it. You just don't want to judge or shame yourself for having these emotional responses when they become activated, because if you do that, it's going to be very difficult to do the process that I'm going to share with you that is required to heal the wound, because this process of healing is a process of connecting with yourself. It's about going inside of yourself and understanding yourself better and why you feel the way that you're feeling in these moments so that you can get to the root belief, creating the emotional response. And if you judge yourself for your emotional response or shame yourself for it, you can't access the belief that's beneath the surface in your subconscious kind of running the whole show. So as you examine and become aware of any beliefs you've carried around for maybe many years, whether they came from your family, just from society or culture, maybe from friends or from teachers or someone or something else in your past, it's important to be gentle and kind with yourself. We all have our own unique triggers, right? So we don't need to shame ourselves. We don't need to point out that there's something wrong with us. That's pointless, But we do get to make decisions to heal the emotional wounds. And I'll share that one of my triggers used to be rooted in a belief that I'm not good enough. That was like kind of the core story that would trigger certain emotional responses in me. And in certain situations, if uh, things happened or certain words were maybe said, I would easily experience these uncomfortable feelings inside me 
and default to that certain emotion. And the thinking behind it was a story of, well, I must be doing something wrong or something must be wrong with me. Now today, whenever I feel uncomfortable, I will immediately examine my thinking and how I'm interpreting the situation, what story I'm making and what meaning I'm making. And then as soon as I uncover the way of thinking that is making me feel this uncomfortable feeling, I immediately choose to think something different because I know that the feelings are just old stories or coming from old stories. And now today I get to choose a new story, any new story that I want, and I can take any perspective that I want. I don't let my brain get away with automatically defaulting to old ways of thinking that still may lurk beneath the surface from way back when who never knows when. (laughs) I choose to command my mind. I am the leader of my mind. You are also the leader of your mind. And this is the mind nourishment that I always mention. And because I've done this over and over and over, my baseline emotional energy now is peace. I feel inner peace pretty much all of the time because immediately when I notice uncomfortable feelings surfacing, I deal with them productively by looking for my thought process that is creating the feeling. And I immediately change that story to what I actually know to be true and to what actually serves me now instead of allowing some old outdated belief and story to take over my thinking. This is mind nourishment, and it is a daily practice that we have to commit to. It's not a one-and-done thing. It's something we do every day, all day. It's something you commit to first learning how to do and then doing every day if you really want to feel like a truly nourished woman in your life. So it's super important to understand that these emotional wounds that bring up the triggery feelings are just fear-based stories and not reality. They're stories in the subconscious that cause you to feel a certain way, but they're not facts of today. We have to remember that feelings are not facts. Just because we feel something, just because we have an emotion, it does not actually mean anything about our current reality. It is literally just energy flowing through our body at a moment in time, And just because we feel an uncomfortable emotion flowing through us does not actually mean that we are unsafe or that we're doing something wrong or that anything is wrong at all. That feeling is simply there because there's an old thought pattern playing out beneath the surface, but that thought process is not reality. It's just an old interpretation of something that you made that you're still continuing to make through this tainted, dusty lens from the past. So we have to get back into the present and the current reality and stay connected to ourselves in these moments and stay aware of ourselves when we're feeling these things. Then the next step is we can become curious. And curiosity is the very powerful first step to healing an emotional wound. Become curious about yourself and your mind in these moments and examine 
Where are these feelings coming from? So first ask yourself, what am I feeling? And then what is the story, the belief, the perspective, the meaning that I'm making that this feeling is attached to? So once you know that, you can begin to change these old ways of thinking, these false beliefs, and set yourself emotionally free so that you no longer become triggered and feel so drained from that or just annoyed by it and have it no longer impact your behaviors and how you move through the world. And now I'm just going to give you some of these steps. So if you want to take notes, grab a pen. The first step is, as I mentioned, to be aware, to stay aware every day. Notice when you feel things pop up and get out a pen and paper and write it down. Journal it out. Write out what are you feeling? What are you experiencing inside your body? What is this emotion that's running through you? So that is the first step to healing an emotional wound is to be self-aware and know when you are triggered and know when you're experiencing these feelings move through you as you move through the world each day, as you go about living your life, noticing the feelings before you just automatically fall into them. You become aware and notice this discomfort arising in you the moment that it does. And a great practice when you're first starting out is to write it down because that really helps solidify your awareness and make it very obvious to you that XYZ situation has triggered me and it's brought up this specific emotion and you name that emotion. Then the next thing you're going to do is see if you can discover the origin This is when you get really, really curious. Where is this feeling coming from? What's the story? Maybe can you recall when you first felt this? Maybe as a child or younger person in your life or as a younger adult, what was the situation? And this is not essential to uncover for healing the trigger. We don't necessarily have to know how it started. But when we can discover this, you know, maybe where in the past that this thing came from, it can help our rational mind to now shift that old story and belief into something new that serves us today and serves us now in our current reality. The third step is to change the story once you discover what the old story is or the old belief, however you want to describe it. Once you kind of know, oh, this is the story This is where it's coming from. This is the thinking process that's creating this feeling in me. Um, Then we can shift it. We can change it. Or in more technical terms, we can reprogram the old negative belief into something new that serves you in this current reality, that serves you for who you want to be today and for where you want to go in your life from this day forward. So remember that the old feeling that old energetic charge, the emotional trigger is always going to be anchored in some fear-based thinking process that you told yourself maybe months or years ago and recognize that it's not actual reality, but just an old interpretation and story that you're just still living out in your mind. And now today, ask yourself, What's actually true for today? 
What is the new belief and new truth that I'm going to create for myself in this reality of today since the past no longer exists? The key here is to really substitute that old negative belief with a new positive one that serves you. That's what I mean by positive, meaning it serves you. It takes you to who you want to be, how you want to show up in the world, and takes you to what you want to create in the world. This new belief promotes your growth and supports your life going forward instead of draining your life and keeping you stuck in the past and repeating old patterns. This is how you heal the emotional wounds and remove the emotional triggers that have been attached to these thinking processes and holding you back. This is mind nourishment. This is how you stop living in emotional reaction to things and just are always reacting to life and how you stop falling into that survival mode and survival type behavior such as emotional eating to cope with feelings. And then the fourth step is to accept this new perspective as true. When you choose a new way of thinking, a new way of believing, when you choose your new perspective that is aligned to and taking you to be who you desire to be and to allowing you to have what you want to have in these moments, when you accept this new perspective as true over and over and over until it feels 100% true for you, then you've healed that emotional wound. So this is like acting as if for a while while you're integrating the new belief into your system. So this means when you notice yourself going back into the feelings and stories, when a trigger pops up, because even though you've made the decision to shift your way of thinking and your story so that the emotional wound can be healed, that trigger will still likely pop up for a while. So you have to stay aware as soon as you notice these old feelings again and catch yourself and switch to the new story immediately. You have to sometimes even negotiate with yourself in these moments because our old ways of being, our old selves can be really, really strong and want to pull us back into the past So sometimes you really have to negotiate in these moments, be like, no, that is not where we're going anymore. This is not the story I'm going to tell anymore. This is not the belief I'm going to hold anymore. So you have to act as if, and you have to remind yourself the old way of thinking is a lie and not true, even though your body has not yet caught up to this change in your mind. Your mind will change, but your body still might react the old way for a while. These emotions are like stored, so to speak, and they have to be released over and over again until they stop getting triggered. And so if you're, if and when you're still experiencing an old emotional response in your body, just recognize it as that nothing's gone wrong. You just have to remind yourself over and over again of the new story And change your mind over and over again and allow your body's response to eventually catch up to the new way of thinking. 
And as long as you keep noticing the feelings and let them go, keep noticing the feelings, let them go, tell the new story, notice the feelings, let them go, tell the new story, feel the feelings, let them go, tell the new story over and over again. And as long as you do that instead of reacting to the feelings and falling back into the old pattern, as long as you let those feelings flow through you and let them go, Don't stuff them down with food. Don't react to them. Let them flow through you. Let them metabolize as they always will. You will come back to neutral and tell yourself the new story and keep anchoring that new belief and that new thinking process. Your body will catch up, meaning you won't experience the trigger anymore. So in these moments, when you're still working on the new way of thinking, practicing the new story, to heal the emotional wound, what you don't want to do is fall back into the old story. Even though it might pop up for a little bit, you don't want to fall back into it and ruminate in that old belief and really believe it, right? You want to see it, but not believe it. You're believing something new now. You know, even though your body may still have the the old emotional response for a while, If you just feel the feelings without reacting to them, just be with them, allow them to move through you, come back to neutral, that is how your body will eventually stop being triggered and stop having that emotional response that just seems to come out of nowhere. You have to let that old energy leave your body and you have to not keep recreating it by ruminating in the old story. That's what will stop this from happening. This is the healing process. So don't stuff the emotion down. Don't escape it. Just feel it. Allow it. And then it will leave. And it will stop getting reburied inside of you, which means it won't keep getting triggered and keep popping up and keep popping up at these moments in your life. So that expression and releasing of the feelings and living in the new story and the new way of thinking is what allows you to heal the old emotional wounds and move on to being in more of your personal power as a woman so that you can feel like a truly nourished woman in your life, living in inner peace and ease most of the time. So when we have triggers and are willing to feel, willing to understand the feelings, willing to uncover the stories attached to the feelings and creating them, instead of just reacting, then we are free. We become liberated. And then we're no longer thrown off so easily by certain life situations or by certain people's words or by things we might see or hear or that happen outside of us in the world. We still might get annoyed. We still might, you know, not agree with something or someone, but we're not going to have these strong emotional responses that are so drainy. We're not going to lose our power or our peace in these situations anymore. This is emotional freedom, and it comes from this deliberate nourishment of your mind, and it is a pillar to practice to feel like a truly nourished woman in your life. And so, like I said before, if food and body stuff is one of the triggering areas for you, or 
if things in your life are triggered, triggering, and then you use food as a way to escape, that is what the peace process is for. This is where, like I always say, you're going to find your inner peace and your outer peace with food once and for all and forever, which will directly lead to you just having more peace in your life overall. It is the upward spiral. And this is where we start. So I hope you will come and join me in the peace process. I would love to welcome you. Reach out to me if you're ready to go. And let's do it. Have a fabulous week. Sending you so much love. Bye-bye. Hello, beautiful listeners. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode, if you had some breakthroughs or an aha moment, I would absolutely love to hear what those were. Tag me at Rebecca Laurel Hill on Instagram, or you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This really helps me get an idea of what's landing, what you want to hear, and more of what you want to go deeper on so that I can serve you at the highest level. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Let's all rise and change this world together by living as truly nourished women. Thank you again for being here. I'll talk to you in the next episode.